Hello, and welcome to the Transfer Corner podcast. My name is Genevieve Garcia, and I'm the Transfer Admission Counselor with the Office of Admission here at Whittier College. In this episode, we will highlight a few of the campus resources available to students at Whittier College. With me today are my colleagues from ASAP, Advancing STEM Academic Program, CAS, the Center for Advising and Academic Success, CCPD, the Center for Career and Professional Development, also known as the Career Center, and VRC, the Veterans Resource Center. Hi, ladies, and thank you for joining me today to share with our listeners about the many ways Whittier College supports transfer students. Can you please introduce yourself, maybe include your office and your title? And to make things easier, we'll just go in alphabetical order, starting with Elizabeth. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Elizabeth Sanchez, and I am the STEM Internships and Fellowships Coordinator with ASAP, which stands for Advancing STEM Academic Program. And very briefly, this is a a department on campus that was made possible through funding the college received a couple of years ago through the Department of Ed. It was through a Title V Hispanic Institution grant and is currently supported by the Fletcher Jones Foundation and is dedicated to, to providing resources for our students who are interested in pursuing majors in the sciences, which at Whittier College is biology, chemistry, biochemistry, environmental science, math, physics, and kinesiology. I don't, I don't think I left anybody out. Um, but we're, uh, my, my office supports students looking for internships, research, fellowships, and any and students who are interested in the pre-health professions. Hi everyone, Uh, my name is Alondra Morales. I serve as the Associate Director for the Center for Advising and Academic Success on campus. When we're in person, we're located on the ground level of uh, the ground level floor of um, the library building. Um, And so just a quick overview of something that I'll be, some stuff that I'll be talking about today um, and some programs that I oversee uh, within CAS are the tutoring programs, the academic success program. Uh, we also have academic coaching and student athlete peer mentorship programs and some workshops. And I'll share a little bit more about that um, later on today, but just wanted to introduce myself. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Sandra Arana. I'm director of the Center for Career and Professional Development, um, in other words, CCPD, in other words, Career Center. Um, And, um, you know, our office works uh, very collaboratively or works very closely with many other offices on campus. um, And our main uh, priority is really to support the professional development, career development, exploration of our students and alumni. Um, And so we work very closely with offices like the Alumni Relations, like ASAP um, and Elizabeth and CAS um, to make sure that we are providing uh, that support and that guidance to students as you all prepare, um, right, in in the academic courses. But then we think about you going um, out and about um, when you leave Whittier, we want to make sure that you are fully ready um, and empowered enough to, you know, be your best and authentic selves out in the workforce. So, And last but not least, the Veterans Resource Center. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Christina Nabaha. 
I serve as the Veteran Resource Coordinator um, at the Veteran Resource Center. And uh, we serve veterans and military-affiliated students, including um, dependents and spouses of military service members, um, reservists, and um, active duty. Uh, we are located inside the Dean of Students office, and I can tell you more about our program as we go on. Well, thank you all for joining me today to get our conversation started, and you already might have touched upon this, um, but in case there's anything else you want to add, you know, prospective transfer students considering Whittier College want to make sure that they feel welcomed and supported by our campus. And so part of that is navigating what resources are available to them to help them succeed. So if there's, if there's anything else you want to add, let's begin that conversation. I, I was going to also mention, I think something that's really important to consider as well for students, whether they're transferring in as a second year or a third year, even if you don't know what you'd like to do as a career, that you just have an idea of what you're interested in, I think you should still make, you know, make an appointment to go to talk about your career options, whether that starts with checking in with your advice, your faculty advisor and or making it you know, if you're interested in um, in the sciences coming to talk to me about just explaining what should I be looking at what should what sorts of things are out there what sorts of things should I be should I be doing or should I be should I be looking into I I, I cannot tell you how many times I've had students that just we've come they've come in and they said you know I I really I know I like biology but I really don't know what I like I want to do with it and that's okay. That's how we start a conversation. And one of the, the beautiful things about having a smaller student population is faculty and staff alike, we get to know the, the students that we work with. Mm -hmm. And and when we get when we build those relationships, we get a sense of what what students are interested in, and that informs, you know, what kinds of speakers we bring to campus. What kinds of sessions are we able to put together for professional development? I know um, when I work with students, typically it's Initial meetings tend to look like, you know, getting to know the student and getting to know what their experience has been, how they came to develop an interest in medicine or research, and then putting together, you know, a resume or updating a resume, and then looking into, these are some experiences that are out there that I think would be a good fit for you. What do you think? And if, and oftentimes I've told students, if, you know, the things that I send you are not what you're interested in, that's okay. Let me know that so we can start over again. Um, so I would say, you know, making a, you know, when you're sort of settling into the routine of being on campus, have at least, at least once in a semester check in career wise. And even if you don't know what you want to do, or if you, if you realize something's changed, that's what we're here to help with. Absolutely. If we, if we think about it, right, we all make decisions and they change or we have an interest and it changes. Um, I think COVID has taught us that one, we need to um, give ourselves grace, right? Um, but also to sort of be adaptable, be flexible with things as they come through. And that doesn't have to mean that, you know, to sort of just go with the flow fully and whatever, you know, um, be content with just whatever. No, definitely explore, right? Explore what 
uh, what interests you have, explore, um, you know, the different career paths that you've thought about, but definitely act. Um, I think as Elizabeth mentioned, um, when, when we think about transfer students, particularly, we think about a small, you know, a little bit of time um, that we have with you while you're on campus. Um, and so even though I know that our services, at least at the Career Center, are available to all of our students, even after you graduate, um, right? So the time is not going to be, you know, the resource is not going to be gone once you leave. But you definitely want to go ahead and take steps right away um, to exploring, right, to identifying what are some of your, what are your strengths? What are the interests that you have? Um, if you are interested in the sciences, if you're interested in the arts, if you're interested in business, what about it, right? A lot of students I think, um, think about career and think I am majoring in this and so therefore I need to have a career that it's in that, in that area. But not necessarily, right? If we think about all the different things that make you who you are, there's a number of different aspects. And so I think um, in your first semester, in your first two semesters, getting settled in, but then starting to reach out to resources that you have available um, and talk to someone about, you know, I have these doubts or I have these ideas or I have this plan, um, right? And that allows us to also know how can we come in and support you, meet you halfway and not necessarily tell you what to do, but just guide you as you are sort of figuring out this process. Um, because it is a process, right? College overall is a process. Career is a never ending process. Um, and so it, it, what you put in, I think, is really what you can get out of it. Um, and that starts with just exploring and talking to folks and connecting. You might be surprised, right? There there may be a connection that some of us may have or a resource that some of us may know, um, an event that is coming up that I think, you know, that we think would be the best place for you to do some of that exploration and build community and hear from others and what their um, their path has been like. Um, so all of those things I think are extremely important, um, especially for our transfer students that we know have um, you know, limited time on campus, right? And so we want to make sure that we hit the ground run. So as far as the, um, the Veteran Resource Center, um, what it is and what we do, it's essentially a centralized hub for services and activities for veterans and other military-connected students on campus. Um, we offer, you know, we have the space for students to hang out and build community with each other or, you know, a place to just study and do homework. Um, we also connect them to different resources on and off campus um, that are tailored to support them with their needs as both as veterans and non-traditional students, right? So places on campus like the Student Disability Services, um, CAST, the Career Center, which is really important for these non-traditional students um, to transition out of college. Right? Um, and the great thing about Whittier being small college is that we're able to do like a warm handoff, right, with students to the resources. And, um, you know, there's that high touch um, point um, for students to connect with all these places. Um, within CAS, so within CAS, um, we do help students become 
successful, self-directed, and collaborative lifelong learners, and that really is our mission within CAS. Um, so we try to focus on these three things, knowing that um, success looks different for every student. Um, and so we do this by implementing several programs, like I mentioned previously, um, but just to mention some again, um, we do have our tutoring program, academic coaching, and peer mentorship programs where students are paired one-on-one -on -one with a coach or mentor um, and with a peer coach or mentor, and they're able to kind of get some support um, while our first years may use this specific service a little bit more than transfer students. We do find that transfer students who are open to this and like to use this service, um, they do get to build a sense of community maybe a little bit quicker or differently than other students who maybe don't partake in this program because um, you're from the back connecting with a student who maybe has a similar experience, um, is maybe um, in the similar um, standing in terms of maybe if you're coming in as a junior, they may be a junior standing or senior standing as well. Um, and so it just helps you get to connect with someone who, although us as staff members were great, right? Um, I personally didn't come to Whittier as a student, so you get to really um, connect with who can maybe understand what you're going through in classes or has taken a course with a professor before. So we do have those programs. We do have academic success workshops, um, academic advising, and academic success program. Um, and, you know, I can go more into depth on them a little bit later, but this is essentially what we implement, what we focus on to be able to help all of our students be, again, successful, self-directed, and collaborative lifelong learners. Perfect. And thank you so much for going over that. Um, kind of going off of what you said, what kind of support is there for transfer students obviously coming with unique backgrounds and varying preparation for study? Um, sometimes they may be transitioning from a two-year to a four-year or pursuing their education as adult learners or have serious math anxiety um, where math is their mortal enemy and they need help overcoming that math anxiety, which is a real thing. Um, how does CAS support students for this transition to Whittier and their continu continued success as students? Yeah, so um, here in CAS, like, we do recognize that all students hold their unique knowledge and experiences. So if students ever feel like they need to talk to someone about um, academic resources or support services that they can utilize um, that will be most helpful for them in terms of their experience, we do offer academic advising. And I do want to note that we don't necessarily offer advising for like which classes to take because students will do that with their faculty advisor, but we can definitely help students create an action plan for success. Um, and again, success being whatever that means for the student. And so we can help find like the appropriate resources that students need based on their experience. And sometimes it could be very simple as like asking a question, but then other times it is a lot more complex. But whether it is, you know, anywhere within that spectrum, like it's totally okay. We're more than happy to, to support our students with creating those academic success plans. 
And then another resource that our students really do utilize is our tutoring program. So we do have our tutoring program. It is a free service for all of our Whittier College students. Um, we have a number of peer tutors that can help with their courses, um, whether or not you're struggling, right? So um, I always like to say don't wait until you're struggling, but you know, if you are like definitely come on in for our tutoring services, they happen in a group setting. Um, for the exception of writing. So if you're ever interested in writing support, that does happen on a one-on-one -on -one setting. And so if students ever need any tutoring support with any um, course or subject that is not on the schedule that's shared with our community, then they can definitely reach out to CAS. And um, as the person who oversees our tutoring program, I do work to hire the appropriate tutor needed or even um, shift their hours so that they accommodate you so that we can make sure that you're being able to utilize that resource. We do recognize that a lot of our students do commute. So our space is usually open till like 10 p.m. So hopefully we can continue that um, when we return to campus to the best of our abilities. Um, but it's not promised as of right now. Um, but we could help accommodate with the hours. And then um, something else that we do also have is that we do offer student employment opportunities for students, which for transfer students, you know, for the most part, they do qualify for. So I think it's a really great opportunity for you all as transfer students, you know, to take on a student employment opportunity. Um, I know making an income is really important. And then also building community so that you can have that sense of community during the remainder of your time at Whittier. So just wanting to make sure that you're able to connect and um, our student employees do get to help us with like programming, like our exploring majors events where students get to interact with different major departments. So again, it's a really great way to get involved, meet others, become familiar with the academic resources and the support services that you could eventually use on campus. And then we also finally um, do have like workshops. So um you know, math anxiety, for example, is like a really huge part of students, you know, um, struggling or maybe some fear as well with math, math anxiety and math in general. So we do have some workshops that cover math anxiety and how to navigate that. Um, degree works, which is where you'll read your, um, where, which is where students read their degree audit, um, time management. We always try to incorporate new workshop topics as needed based on what students need. So we're always trying to listen to our students and see how we can shift our programming to best support our students. So hopefully you'll be using our services. We hope to be able to connect with you. Thank you for going over all that CASHOST offers. It's really important for our listeners to hear about. So thanks again. So experiential learning is a valuable part of a Whittier College education. And if the Career Center and ASAP can answer this, once students have transitioned to Whittier College, academically speaking, how can students also prepare for career development or the experiential part of their education? In what ways can students connect with peers and alumni also you know, interested in their field? Yeah, um, as part of the Career Center, um, you know, a lot of the things that we do really are to focus on helping the student develop, um, develop wherever it is that they are or they find themselves in their um, uh, career trajectory. 
Um, and some of the things that we like to put out, especially during COVID, it really taught us um, that we want to go ahead and lean on the support systems that we have. Um, and a lot of those support systems come from our alumni. Um, this past year, particularly, a lot of our alumni wanted to give back. Um, and, um, you know, with that said, we had a lot of different and have had and will continue to have a lot of uh, panels, which is a really great opportunity for students to connect with um, folks, right, that went to the same institution, um, might have had a similar experience, um, and, you know, hearing where they're at now, what their path was like. Um, we have different hiring events taking place. Um, obviously, right now, all the services are online. Um, and once we get back on campus, um, we hope to get back to some kind of new normalcy, which, you know, may, may look like having more um, virtual events um, where we can then still tap into alumni that is not close to us, right, but that still want to go ahead and give back in one way, shape, or form. Um, but I think that as as students are exploring what interests, right, they have. Um, one is um, to sort of piggyback of what um, one of my other colleagues mentioned just recently about success um, is different from it for everyone, right? Um, so defining what success means to you as an individual, I think is, is key to how you should go about your career development um, and how you should think about career post Whittier. Um, I think a lot of the time, especially, you know, as a first gen myself, you know, coming, coming from that background, sort of identifying what that meant for me and not so much what it meant for my mom um, was, was a challenge. And I think that even now as, as an adult and being in my professional life um, these many years now, I'm still learning, right? There's still pieces that I am piecing together that I am um, learning about myself as a professional and how I, how I, um, present myself in different situations. And that has come through connecting with people. So as much as we, as much as we can, we are uh, trying to provide or develop these, these spaces where students feel um, safe and heard and validated, um, no matter what background they're coming in from. Um, so to connect with, with alumni in different panels, um, to bring in folks from industry to share with you ideas that maybe we can share, but they somehow resonate differently when someone in the industry tells you, right? Um, so those the different types of events that we host, we really, really encourage all students to participate, whether it may be something that you're not thinking about at the moment. Let's say, you know, I'm not thinking about, um, you know, life after college right now. I'm a first or second year student. It, I would say, think about it, right? Attend. And you may be surprised that you hear um, ideas of what you can do over the next two years to be prepared so that when that time comes for you, you have had um, some opportunity to really invest um, um, in yourself in what you want to do and exploring um, all of those pieces. Um, so definitely all the different events that we put out um, um, a lot of the times are to allow for um, um, a space to have conversations that maybe you haven't been able to have with others um, or to hear about opportunities that are available that you should definitely consider. Um, and so, you know, I think that those are really great opportunities for folks to start developing um, um, a network uh, of support um, and guidance as uh, to help you sort of keep going 
um, in the many transitions that are going to come um, now and you know after. I would I would say that as soon you know as soon as students are feeling comfortable within the new routine of their classes, definitely some time should be set aside to look into career options. And if there's an interest that a student has always make an appointment to talk to, you know, you could start with your faculty advisor who could then refer you to the career center, or if you're in this, in the sciences, refer, come talk to me. I love talking to students about their goals. I think that if I have to say what my favorite part of my job is, is learning about what students are interested in and how they see their education as the launching point for that. And it's okay if students don't have an idea off the top of their, you know, all figured out what they'd like to do. But if they have an idea, that's how we can, how we're able to help refer you to different resources like internships or fellowships, especially on-campus fellowships. There's such a variety depending on what you're interested in. We, what we can also do when we know, when we have a sense of what you're interested in is make a referral to an, alum, an alumnus or an alumna that we might know. And uh, one feature that I've, I've been, I think students really benefit from is is our our Whittier College alumni LinkedIn page because when you sort it by industry, you're able to see, you know, if you're if you're a student who's interested in being an engineer, and there's maybe there's a specific company that you're especially interested in. That's how we can make that connection, so you can at least get a sense of how did they get to where they are and what was their what was their journey on their way to their career, and in terms of especially. Uh, you know, in this time when things are virtual, and of course, hope we're hopeful that in the fall things will change in that regard. Uh, getting to know which clubs and organizations are on campus. I know uh, there's in on in my side of the of the campus we have different clubs related to interests within math, physics. Uh, we have the pre health club for students who are interested in pursuing a medical career, and building and the kinesiology club. Building those connections, that's how you, you can learn from your peers. You can meet students who are in who are going through the same process that you are. I know right now what what's, um, students who are in the pre-health club are trying to get off the ground is a, an MCAT study group. So even though and so even though students are not able to physically gather and study, they're able to share tips and study strategies so that when the time comes, they will they'll be able to they'll have they'll feel prepared and have that support system. I I can also say, I think sometimes uh, I echo what my colleagues have said. Even if you don't have to have anything all and everything all figured out, but keep coming back even if you feel even when you feel like don't just come when you feel like you're struggling. Come even if you feel like I I think I know my path. I'd like a second set of eyes on this personal statement, or I I just want, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something I discovered and I'm really excited about. That's what we're here for. And we're here to encourage you as long as you're on campus and even beyond. I talk to alumni all the time. Awesome. Thank you, Elizabeth, for, for sharing. So the question for the VRC, for veterans that have experience and would like to possibly earn credit for their experience in the field. Can you talk to us about that? And are there any other ways that veterans are supported by your office? Um, as far as getting credit um, for experience in the field, the short answer is yes. Veterans can get transfer credit for some experiences related to their military service. Um, they will have to make sure they submit their military transcripts along with 
um, the American Council on Education recommendations. Um, when, when it comes to the credit, though, it's usually low-level general education requirements, um, and it doesn't usually apply to, like, their major, right? Um, so that's something to keep in mind. As to your second question about support, um, there are a lot of ways that Whittier College and the VRC specifically um, support veterans during their time here as students. One of those um, is through generous funding. As many uh, veterans know, the GI Bill only covers about $25,000 uh, yeah, $25, a year in tuition which can often prevent students from attending private colleges like Whittier just based on the cost alone. So with the VA Yellow Ribbon Program that the college is a part of, the school awards the student an additional $10,000 a year, which the VA then matches to help with tuition costs. Um, so that's one of the support systems that I really like that Whittier has. Within the VRC specifically, um, we have programs like the Veteran Emergency Fund and Veteran Child Care Support um, that the students can utilize. We also offer resources and opportunities um, uh, for veterans like peer-to-peer -peer mentoring and the monthly lunch and learn events where we connect students to um, different community agencies that assist veterans with their career, with their disability, with their education, things like that. Um, but I think one of the coolest things that Whittier offers veterans is the Amundsen Veteran Fellowship. So this fellowship gives veteran students the unique opportunity of pursuing an undergrad research project with a faculty mentor. Um, and I, I think commonly the this opportunity for most schools are only offered to graduate students. So that's really cool. And in addition to that, the fellowship also um, provides a stipend, I think of $1,700 to $3,500 um, to the student to complete the research. So those are just some of the support systems that we have for veterans here. Well, awesome. And thank you so much. Um, to wrap up and end with a final note, were there any success stories, pieces of advice, or the best ways students can reach you to make an appointment? Any last closing remarks for our listeners today? Okay, so as far as uh, advice that I want to share um, to students, um, like myself, many veteran students, and really most transfer students, um, are non-traditional non in terms of age and life experience. So they tend to not really engage in college beyond just going to class and doing the required work. Um, so one advice I can give is to make the most out of being a college student by participating in activities and programs outside of classes and maybe pursuing um, some student leadership positions on campus. Because as a veteran and as a non-traditional student, you have a lot of unique strengths, skills, and insight to offer the school and the students. There are also still a lot of things that you can learn and enjoy from your college experience beyond academics. Um, the other thing that I've been thinking about talking with veterans uh, who are interested in coming to Whittier College 
is that um, you can't let the cost of going to a private school automatically deter you from attending the school, especially if you feel that that school is a good fit for you and it will give you great academic and personal experience. Um, with Whittier specifically, um, there are a lot of funding opportunities that you can receive from need-based aid to merit-based scholarships. So I think, um, you know, not, I mean, consider the cost definitely, but not having that automatically like make you feel disqualified to attend a private school like Whittier um, would be good. One of the things I definitely would uh, encourage students to do um, is participate, be engaged. Um, there's a lot of the, uh, a lot of the times we, we host events, right? Um, and any kind of event that we are hosting as well as any other events that are taking place from other departments um, are with the student in mind. Um, a lot of our events, at least from our office, are very intentional in terms of who our students are, um, what we are seeing our current students' needs are, whether those be to be, um, you know, job ready, right? Um, and how to approach that process. Or if you're thinking about going to graduate school but don't know where to start, um, you know, attend as many as of those events that you can possibly attend. I strongly, strongly encourage you to do that. Not only will you hear information that could be relevant to your own situation, um, and learn of different resources, but you can also get to connect with other students that may be there. Um, and as Elizabeth mentioned earlier, right, this is a great way, up, uh, a great opportunity for you to then do a follow up and begin that networking um, that is so so important to your to your development. Um, so definitely, as as best as you can, attend those events, whether you feel that you are ready for that step or not. You never know, right? Um, in terms of getting connected with us um, right now with COVID, all of our services, which are one-on-one -on -one, um, hour sessions, um, uh, you can definitely schedule those through Handshake, which is your platform. If you're not familiar with Handshake, you need to be familiar with Handshake. Um, it is the, the online platform that we use on campus to connect you with thousands of opportunities, um, different types of events that are taking place not only from our office, but different um, employers that want to connect with you directly. Um, and so you definitely want to go ahead and utilize that. That is also the hub where all departments that are looking to hire, whether that be for interns or regular student staff positions, this is where they are going to post. So you want to make sure that you are as familiar as you can with that um, platform um, as best as possible. And that is the best way to connect with us as well. You can schedule your appointments to connect with me, um, or you can email me directly and we can you know, accommodate to your schedule as best as we can. Um, but definitely be connected, um, stay engaged. I know that it's, these are difficult times, um, but because they are challenging times, we want to make sure that you know that you're supported um, along the way. Thank you. Um, Elizabeth, would you like to share? Next? Yes. So building on what Sandra said, absolutely take advantage of any opportunity to learn about things like graduate school and learning about uh, go going to events right now. Uh, the events that we, my office is hosting are also virtual. But I think sometimes, especially with transfer students, if there's so much of an adjustment to the to your the re finishing up the rest of your undergraduate degree, sometimes things like graduate school or medical school or what comes after can feel 
kind of like on the back burner. And what we, what I would say too, is if you don't even, if you don't even know what what a graduate program could look like, attend the, attend those sessions, even one. Um, for me, I, I would also, I would also say, um, right now everything's one-on-one, one-on-one appointments are, uh, are on zoom and, but typically I have, students can just email me directly to set up a time. I do have, uh, I do need to set up my schedule on handshake as well. Uh, but for now students can email me directly, uh, to talk about anything related to, um, to internships or fellowships or graduate school or resumes, anything like that. And also look at, ask questions. If you, we are, we are very, we're very big on building those relationships and, and making students feel welcome to, to pursue those opportunities. I would, I would also say just kind of final thoughts are, uh, look into on-campus fellowships. I know sometimes uh, the fellowships are designated for certain grade for certain years. So first, first year, second years, and third years. Uh, so, but if you, it, it, I would say to a student who's transferring in, if you're not sure if you qualify, absolutely ask the question because chances are you do. Uh, I know right now I'm promoting the Fletcher Jones Fellowship, which is for our science students, which also comes with the stipend and is uh, an opportunity to do a research project with a faculty member in the sciences. And we're in the process of making that possible, even if it's a vir- part, part of it is a virtual experience for these times. Um, but I would say just, uh, just getting to get it, get to at least one or two events in, in a semester, just to kind of learn about what other opportunities are out there and also how to plan for not just your, the, the two or three years you're at Whittier, but also what comes next. Great advice. Thank you, Elizabeth. And last but certainly not least, Alondra. Um, so some piece of advice that I have for students um, is don't be afraid to ask for help and don't wait until you feel like you're struggling to use the services on campus or utilize your resources. Um, so if you feel like you're excelling and doing so well, continue to use those resources so that you know, you can continue on that um, on that path and, and, and you can get all the support that you can get. And then familiarize yourself with the resources even before, again, like even before you're struggling. Um, hopefully the hope is always that you don't struggle, but the reality is that many students do struggle and that is normal, it's okay. Um, so definitely familiarize yourself with the resources. Um, don't wait to, to till you're struggling, but if you do, it's, it's okay. Um, and ask for help. Um, if you do have any questions or ever want to connect with us about an academic success plan or how we can best support you within CAS, you can contact us through email. Um, our email is CAS, that's C-A-A-S, at poets.whittier.edu. Wonderful. Well, I just want to say thank you to my colleagues for joining me today to once again go over the resources available to transfer students at Whittier College. I know this is a big consideration for all of you transfer students out there considering Whittier College and you know considering it as the next step in your academic journey. So um, I am glad we got to go over this today. And once again, thank you colleagues for joining me today. I appreciate your time. Thanks.
Lastly, I wanted to wrap up this podcast by saying that even though we highlighted these four amazing offices today, I wanted to briefly share about a few others on campus. The Office of Equity and Inclusion supports diversity of every kind on this campus and offers a safe space for students of different backgrounds, gender identities, documented, undocumented statuses, ethnic backgrounds, and more. Our Counseling Center offers mental health support, therapy, resources, which is especially important during this time. Uh, We also have a Student Disability Services, which provides accommodations to students with disabilities, whether it's for testing, in the classroom, or other physical accommodations. We have an Office of Student Engagement, which helps maximizes the Whittier College experience through organizations, experiences, and programming. Our Center for Engagement with Community helps students connect with local community partners to get involved with civic engagement and strengthening our local communities. Faculty are also a wonderful resource at Whittier. Unlike some larger institutions, faculty at Whittier really get to know who you are as a student and they get to know who you are as a person, which is achievable through that close faculty-student interaction. They are also able to help guide you to take the appropriate classes for your major or your future profession or graduate school. There's prereqs. They also can share about knowledge in their field. So whether it's career exploration within the field or networking with alumni or professionals, or possibly inviting you to get involved in their research on campus. So a lot of them have open door policies, and so please don't hesitate to go to their office hours and get the clarification you may need on assignments or exams, or just guidance in general. They're a great resource. And the very last thing I promise is to please use me as a resource as well. If you decide to attend Whittier and join our Welcoming Poet family and need a refresher about any of these resources discussed today during the podcast or how to navigate getting the help you need, please contact me because I am more than willing to help and be an advocate for transfers. And so please reach out if you have any questions. You can always email us at transfer at whittier.edu or call us at 562-907-4238. I look forward to connecting with you and working with you to create a pathway to Whittier. Thanks. Have a great day.